Eric Chu. What's up, brother Eric? I'm going to have brother Bran um, introduce you or kind of give opening statements just because I don't even know you, brother. It's very true. <laughs> I don't even know you. But welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Th- thank you. <laughs> nah, thank you. you. I mean, this is, this is awesome. Thank you for also letting me stay here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Shh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. don't tell me. There's no accommodations here Airbnb. At all. Airbnb is supposed to be 30 days. <laughs> you true that, true that, true that, true that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, welcome, Eric Chu, serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. creative person. Oahu boy, yeah? Oahu. Okay. Yeah, from Oahu. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess let's get into it. Like, I met you through my cousin. Mm-hmm. We were first, this is like uh, kind of a while now, right? Like a couple of years almost, maybe a year and a half. Did you guys met? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, not even met. Like we talked. On the phone. On the for, phone. For oh. a long time, yeah. Yeah, okay. so like. Shout out technology. I mean, do you, do you even know Jason? I've never met him in person yet. <laughs> Wait, no, that's the funny part. I've never met you him never, in person yet, to be no, honest. No, you've never met him in person. That's crazy. Yeah, I've so, never. <laughs> I've never met him in person. Like I think, I th- yeah. Honestly, I've never met Jason in person yet. That's yeah. yeah so nuts. like, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, this guy is like a friend of a friend. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I think so. You have like some um, some real estate service companies, right? Like Paradise Inspection. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you guys, do you guys do staging and some stuff too? Yeah. Yeah. So I own um, a home inspection business and a staging business um, in Honolulu. Um, and I think Jason is also close friends with, um, with my partner and mm-hmm. they've had conversations before. Um, and then from, from there, I think that's, that's actually how I met him. We, we connected in some way and then he introduced me to you yeah. on like on a on conference a, call on a conference call. Yeah. And yeah. Um, what was that call about? It was um, about Turo. We were both starting doing some Turo. Okay. And Turo was hot, you know, mm-hmm. so like you couldn't ignore it. You're like, well, I mean, it got, was, the opportunity was too good, man. Holy yeah, the shit. margins were yeah. too good, and anybody was in business like saw it. It's not like that anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> but it was, it <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, but yeah. So we discussed that, and then I think the conversation <laughs> was um, the thought. I think Jason was thinking this that you're gonna send cars over here, yeah, and then I would just manage it for you and something. In oh, that was the fleet you was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, potential. I mean, yeah, it's like, oh, some guys might ship cars. Oh, and I regret not doing it. I should have done it from day one. Oh, it would have been so good, and you would have zero work. Yeah, bro. No, and and, I, and I, it would have been so much money. Uh, I mean, Kauai, the land of milk and honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously, rates here are so much better than Oahu. It's always been. It's always been like 40 percent more. Yeah, well, live I'm and sorry. learn. I know, live and live learn, and learn brado. And then you guys have to like park all over the place, like you have like <laughs> and, multiple parking and structures. lock your cars. Yeah, I yeah. don't even lock guy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You get, you don't lock your cars? I do. I'm just oh no, I mean I didn't up in Manoa, and it got jacked, it, it, and someone <laughs> stole our camera. Nah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that that camera is a. Re- we got that camera in replace of, of it's the, the same setup. It's the same setup. It's yeah. Just, we had to buy it again <laughs> twice. Up in Manoa, who would have known? Yeah, hey, broke your window and stole it. I left the truck open. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, Kauai, land of milk and honey. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You usually, well, now you, you actually st- should lock your car on Kauai. Yeah, things on Kauai are a little bit, a little bit hairier right now, than yeah. they used to be. Yeah, hey, and for all you guys asking Kauai, what's happening? Hawaii, it's not the same. It's not the same. You know, guys, yeah. you guys are on some stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. But Eric, so for for people like me who don't really know what it is you are a wizard of, like what what is it? You do you own um uh, uh what a home inspection business? So so I own a um Paradise Home Inspections. Okay. Um Oasis Staging. Um and, and both I have partners that, that I'm very blessed to have. Um they, they run the day to day um and they're super awesome. They stay on top of everything. Um um, Stratton, Vincent, mm-hmm. guys are blessings. Um, <clears throat> and then I own um, a distribution business, which I service businesses like 7-Eleven, Times, Supermarket, Foodland, uh, Low Island Mini Mart, um, Texaco. Um, and I sell, and I have, have a few items in um, the military exchanges as well. Huh? Are you, what is the kind you just add water and you eat? No, no, those are MREs, so I don't oh. sell those. I sell oh. like bread. Okay, you know? okay. Oh, I like MREs. Yeah. yeah. A beef stroking off. Beef Ooh. stew. Yeah. Like, I wish I could sell that, but I think the military got that way before I <laughs> entered the the, the, scene. Know, the business. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I do a little bit of real estate, property management, um, and then I, like like uh, like like Rand mentioned, I, I got into Turo a few years ago, and it's been, um, it's been fun, you know, like... Um, to have one a different car every day of the month, it's, um, <laughs> not fun. a week. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's it's. it's um, I mean, it, it was a hobby that took a turn for the worse. <laughs> you know, like, like pretty much, right? I, I I literally have a warehouse just for cars now. So, I mean, would I do it again? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. No, I mean, I mean, friend, wouldn't you? You would, right? I'm still doing it, right? So, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, so are you. So. I mean, it, it's a, it, it is a fun gig for sure, for sure. Yeah, you well, know? at least you get, like, you can buy a car and write it off. And, like, yeah. you can drive a car that you would never buy for yourself personally. Yeah, like, like I got... Or like, three, and then somebody else rents it. Yeah, yeah, like, I got four Jeeps right now. I mean, I never yeah. thought I'd ever own a Jeep. That's... um. It's kind of a blessing in itself. Let's let's get back to the snacks, guys. Okay, you serving? You serve? You have these? Um, well, let's get yeah the distribution business. Yeah, the distribution business. What? <laughs> you're naming you're naming some of the, the spots that you you have your snacks. What kind of snacks you dealing with, brother? So um so I got like um I got like some mochi in Seven Eleven. I got some mochi man. Yeah yeah oh. no, I got I got some mochi. Um one of my one of one of my very first accounts. Um. I, I have these ube crinkles from ube. Mm-hmm. Um, those have been honestly one of the one of the best products that I've I've I brought on, and it has stayed strong over the last five years. Um, and honestly, it's like it's 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 quality. It's soft. It's um, I mean, it's ube. Yeah. You know, like ube. It's 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 purple gold. You know, I mean, it's um, purple. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the it's one of the staples in the islands right now that I think. What started off as like a fad trend has now become a staple, really, because like ube is everywhere. Guy, I only found out about ube because the ube pancakes was trending. You know when they when they dumped the that goop over it and ju- it just looks so good for on IG. That's how I found out about ube, uh. actually. So, but that's when it was trending, you know, on IG. So you've been in you've been doing this for f- over five years or. I started off in 2017, gained a little bit of traction in 2018, um, and then just kind of steadily grew the business up until 2020, and then COVID happened and, like, shut me down. And I thought, I was like, oh, how, how, like, 
I thought the end of the world was coming, and then um, and then the government was very gracious and helped a lot of us business owners out, um, with a lot of funding and, and kept us going over the last few years. And, um, yeah, we came out of the pandemic stronger than ever in more markets than ever. Um, it's been good. Yeah, like Sick. like like hoo hoo. Thank God, COVID's over. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. And that's kind of part of the reason we've been like hanging out more too is because of the food stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so you've been coming to Kauai because you're getting a contract. You're you're selling some products to the one hotel, which is like this ultra high end hotel. In fact, we just came from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, beautiful property, beautiful property. The um, one hotel Hanale took over the St. Regis property, and holy shit, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they redid that whole thing. Like they cut that building apart. Added a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, like no. ultra high end. Like the St. Regis is ultra high end, and now it's like twice as much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. the big brother came into the picture. No, I mean it's it's incredible. Like the backdrop, as soon as you walk into the into the hotel, all you see is like the mountainside, you see the waves. I mean, thank you, one hotel Hanale. You guys are the best. Yeah. So I mean it's cool because now your products are getting into like the most high end places and and you're getting more products. Yeah. Like you're just in Vegas, huh? For that like big product show. Yeah, I was at the fancy food show. I mean, this last year I was at the I, I was at the NAC show. Um and and I'm I'm going to go I'm going to be attending Expo West as well this coming first week of March. Um I mean, life is really back to normal now. Um mm-hmm. like in the past not being able to travel, trying to attend trade shows virtually, like that is not ideal. Not oh. ideal. <laughs> Like, you just see, po- like, pictures of stuff you can't try. Throw you on your really Oculus, and I'm going to walk you guys. You mean, Wait, like, that's yeah. like when Costco is, like, not giving samples, but showing, like, the box. Oh, my god! <laughs> like, you remember that? No, they, st- they really was doing that. Yeah, like, they still had the yeah. Filipino auntie, and she was like, oh, just look at the box. Yeah. Like, I was like... Wait, wait, they never gave samples. No, when they're in COVID, right? Because you couldn't, like, Co- hand I- stuff out. Illegal? And, yeah, you couldn't do all that, right? So, like, you still had the ladies manning the stations. They just, like... Bacon wrapped jalapeno peppers, <laughs> cardboard. Yeah, just display. I said, mm, that really makes me want to get it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, I'm so grateful right now yeah. that we're that that we're coming out of COVID. Um, I mean, yeah, we get to try shit. We get to go places. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely better. Mm-hmm. Well, there's kind of a lot of new stuff, right? Like, I mean, you're you you let us taste a bunch of stuff. So, yeah. like, there's like stuff we like we've never seen before. You're like, oh. There's yeah. a lot more manufacturers, a lot more products. People are getting creative. Yeah, a lot of new people to the market too. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely, yeah. There's, there's a shit ton. Of, I mean, can I, can I say this on here? Yeah, my bad. No, there, there's like a shit ton of new um, up and coming players in the food manufacturing game right now, and like, and they, like, innovation comes from a lot of these guys. You know, like the the most like auto craziest. I don't know how to say like these. These new players are the ones that's really innovating the playing field, right? Mm-hmm. Giving new flavors. Um, I mean, twists on old things. Like, I mean, um, like not to say, well, I don't want to give away too much, but like, you know, we try like a new form of Takis, if you will. But, yeah. Um, I mean, some pretty creative flavors. Mm-hmm. D- different, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Some, that's not on the market right now. No, definitely. I, I mean, it's. I don't know. It's exciting, you know, to see a lot of new things, new players. I mean, to to have a bunch of other people that 
are entering the market that you can help them grow. I mean, that's that's kind of what. Um, well, that and you work with lots of local guys, right? Yeah, like that's a big part of your like company yeah. is, is mm, taking like true. super new small manufacturers, yeah, small yeah. small like batch kind of guys, and kind of exposing them and help them like expand their business. Yeah, helping them get into the the retail markets and helping them really like understand the landscape. There's a lot of people that get into like food manufacturing that that don't really know what they're doing and and make the mistake of pricing themselves too low, mm-hmm. um, and not and not really knowing like how they how like what kind of pricing structure they need to be to really like play in the retail markets. Um, yeah. And it's. And it's kind of fun, you know, to like to go th- to go through that with them and just to to taste new things before everyone else and just be super excited and like to bring it onto the market and, and really make 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 reality. I mean, make make. Oh, shit. I don't know how to put it. Nah, but you're just taking their like dreams, right? Yeah. And you're making it like sustainable for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because a lot of guys like set up these things and they're super good at like making but they're bad at business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bad know? at numbers. They're bad yeah. at numbers. They don't know what it takes for their business to like just survive. If it, this is not even like go crazy, but just to like pay your employees, buy more product, <laughs> like pay all these rent. Yeah. pay rent. Yeah, like a lot of guys don't know that. You know. Yeah, trying to float like net terms. Some people don't even know yeah. what net terms are. Um, I mean, it's like when I, when I first entered the scene, it was the same thing. Like no, like college is not preparing for this, like at all, like. And yeah, like I mean that that's what my business is really all about. It it's to it's to help guide a lot of um first time or new manufacturers to go to the next level. Um and yeah, I mean that it, it sounds so crazy like listening to that through through this like microphone. Well through the headphones, right? right? Through the headphones. Like hearing your own voice, you're like, Wow, I'm pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're preaching right now. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean um yeah, to, to share kind of what I learned over the last few years with 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 newer players into this industry. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's fun. It's definitely fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I mean, we kind of talk. I don't know, not a lot, but like when we do talk, we talk. Yeah. You know, you're actually one of the only like business guys. I think we're kind of in the same growth cycle. Yeah. You know, like like a little bit earlier on, but have been in business for a little bit and are, like have made mistakes. Oh, plenty. Like, <laughs> learn plenty. from them. And now you're like, you feel pretty confident in like your ability to like do stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. and to be able to like spitball back and forth and even like, like identify issues that are up and coming that maybe I don't see. You'll be like, oh, what about this? Wait, wait, wait. Um, Can can I change my shirt? I feel like I'm starting to sweat. Like, I feel like I can. <laughs> you want cha- do, you, do you have a change of shirt? Yeah, it's in, it's in the car. It's in the car. <laughs> Yeah, you're the we'll only just person. Cut. Yeah, you're the only person who ever changed the shirt. Man, oh no, you I, are I, I, actually like, sweating the load, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I, think I could see it in the camera. I was like, uh. Uh-uh. Oh no, no, it, you, I could, and I wasn't even looking at the camera. Oh, I'm looking at a separate camera. I said, yeah, I could see. Right I started sweating because you were sweating. I said, oh my gosh, he, he has something to get off his chest. He wants to get some things off his chest, and that is his shirt. <laughs> oh, you just wanted to put the brand on. I don't blame like you. I need the I, I need I that logo you. wear. Yeah, <laughs> we back on guys. We're back on. We're back Eric on. is freshened up. Okay. Yeah. He's he getting, he getting a little insecure. Yeah. I was, I was getting sweaty, man. We, we want you to be comfortable at all. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm and super it, comfortable. If now. Salmon Pink isn't your thing, then it's, yeah. If it's not doing it, 
No, definitely not. But now it is, you know, back in my element, black. I mean, black makes you look thinner, you know. So, anyway, is that real? That's why that wasn't even sweat. I, you was just spraying out. You're like, oh, <laughs> you're like I want to look more yourself. thin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I got to switch. Uh, That's gleeking. Hey, where were we though? <laughs> we were talking about. Um, oh no! So we we're talking about like yeah, um, be able to like talk story and spitball and like kind of go over business stuff, right? Like ideas, theories, new markets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because we kind of go through a bunch of stuff that like, oh, these are potential things too. Yeah. You know, and and being able to like kind of no BS, like talk about business. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's like one of my hobbies, I guess, is really to talk shop, you know, like um, trying to analyze like businesses and opportunities. Um, It's, yeah, man. Business is like my video games, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, legit, that's what it is, right? Um, that's sick, though. I mean, be able to enter enter different markets and then to try to be successful in them, like, and then how to position yourself to really be successful in them. I mean, that's um, that's something that, that interests me. Wait, no, no, there we go. There so we go. self-conscious. There we go. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't even look at that. Stop yeah, looking at that camera. Gonna, oh. It's us. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to flip that thing down. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, that's, um, I mean, that, that's something, that's something that, that, that really does bring like, I mean, I'm sure that interests you too. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's an exciting topic to discuss. Oh, no, I mean, I like it. It's like problem solving. It's like solving a puzzle. Right. And then when you finally break through like something you couldn't figure out, you're like, Oh shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like, this is like, you get stoked. Yeah. I mean, trying different things in certain scenarios and then, and then something clicks, and then it works, mm. and then you try to apply it into another scenario, and then that works. I mean, it's 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 accelerating. Yeah, right. I mean, it's uh, it's something that I do enjoy. Like, um, I don't know where I'm going with that actually, but I'm just gonna leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> Table that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but so then, like, we just kind of. I mean, and now it's been like probably over a year now where we'll go back and forth and just talking like, what about this idea? And like yeah. half these ideas are just like, I won't say we ne- like, they're just tabled. They're like, they're in the back burner. Yeah. Right? And then probably the newest one we've talked about is, so I've even before when I first met Xavier, we talked a lot about like food stuff. So that's kind of my background mm-hmm. is like restaurants and food and like recipes <coughs> and just things like that. So I was like, Oh, and then, there was things on the market. We're looking at like sauces. We're looking at, I mean, I, I've made ice cream. I've made like whatever. Mm, I like a whole, a whole bunch of list of things like I've made. And then like, so we kind of had this, like he had this brand and frick. And I was like, oh, what about all these things here? Like I'll just hand them a sauce and just, hey, tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would try to make it geared towards what I think his brand and audience yeah. You know, something that, like very Hawaii, crowd pleasing, mm-hmm. um, like kind of goes towards their palate. Mm. And then that would sell well in Hawaii, right? Because if I'm selling in Hawaii, if I'm selling in Texas, that's two different, like mm-hmm. two totally different sauces in my mind. No, for sure. I mean, every every place will have its own flavor profiles. I yeah. mean, the stuff you find in the supermarkets here, um, you generally may find some of the same, like, Frito-Lay items in Texas, but you're not going to find, like, your Aloha Shoyu in in Texas. Yeah. Mm. Or even in Japan. Yeah, or even in Japan, for sure. Yeah, it's, like, a whole different style than Japan's Shoyu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, 
Hawaii has very specific palate. You know, they like sweeter things. They like sour, more things, more sour. Mm-hmm. They like very bold flavors, mm-hmm. you know, and they like things that are like saucy and gives moisture and it's going to like be e- easy to mix with a lot of stuff, whether it's meat, rice, chicken, whatever, vegetables, like yeah. all these things are kind of like things you want to have mm-hmm. versus one sauce that only works good with like steaks or something. Yeah. You like know? we definitely don't have a Hawaii version of A1. I was just to say like, cause I'd rather do like teriyaki steak before I even touch A1 anywhere. Yeah. I like the teriyaki steak. I like, I like one scoop mac salad. You know, oh, I yeah. want my rice to be drenched in the sauce. Yeah, gravy, mac salad, mm. egg yolk. Mm. Yeah. See, I mean, those, those are all the stuff Hawaii people mm. like. So Free. to like try and make a sauce, <laughs> I like to plug, <laughs> I have to plug, I have to plug that. <laughs> I have to plug it. Yeah, yeah, great opportunity. But so then we started talking about like, and, and we can't go into too much detail, but like kind of collabing and like oh how do we make this brand all together yeah right how do we make this and like okay you know manufacturers yeah you know like that end which i have distribute yeah yeah, distribution you you know those numbers where those numbers are not like easily accessible right you kind of got to be in there and that's how you get it yeah i mean it's definitely not something that you can find online yeah um where it's like easily published yeah um Mm -hmm. i mean it's something that that you learn over time by asking questions and like getting your ass handed to you um, and, you know, just, just, just being in the business, you kind of figure things out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but why are we going with this after that? Actually, no, no, I, I mean, I mean like, <sighs> like, no, like, I, I think like we, like the last time we talked about this idea, we're, we're talking about getting into frozen, frozen product. Um, but then, then kind of settling upon being in the dry. Um, well, yeah, you brought up good points, right? You brought up good points about weight, about shipping, about yeah. like shelf life. You yeah. know, like there's better areas to enter and kind of establish a foundation. And yeah. then later on, you can branch into these things that are harder and less margin and have like levels of difficulty. Yeah. I mean, we discussed, we discussed long shelf life, dry light you know mm-hmm. and yeah. and ultimately something easily transportable and that can sit on the shelf for a long time and, and have opportunity to sell and not not just like rot yeah, yeah you have to throw it away yeah yeah because I mean, mm, that's not mm, frick that's that's mm, mm, oh. mm, frick you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean is that rotten yeah <laughs> frick yeah imagine that's a slogan food that's not rotten <laughs> like shouldn't it i mean shouldn't that just be like the standard no, it should be. It should be. Wait, I mean, wait. Kimchi is kind of rotten too. I don't know fermented guy. Like fermented is not rotten. We ha- we have to go through this because like, oh, just let rot. No, no. Fermented <laughs> is like like cultivating the bacteria that you want and not the ones you don't to create a like specific flavor. Mm. For oh, sure, millions. For sure, you can have bad bacteria that makes it rotten. Millions has some good. It's some good kimchi, uh, bro. Mm. They do. They, they really does. do. Cucumber, cabbage, bra, steam eggy. I mean, what is not, the seaweed that they have? Not it's not it's not it's like which one are you talking about? It, it's it's a cold dish. It comes in the the panchan, the beginning stuff. Yeah, like sesame seeds. I think sesame oil, but it's like probably just that. It's probably. I mean, it's not that complicated. A lot of what it, what, it, what kind of seaweed is? Is it seaweed or is it like a vegetable? I thought that was like cabbage. 
No, they have like seaweed one and the the one with like onions it's cold. and whatever else, right? It's kind of it's vinegar. Cool. Is you it kind of vinegary? It might be. It's it, probably sesame on it, sesame oil. But all all, the, all those dishes are action, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, they're um, super good, and like sometimes if you go like well, if you go to the mainland ones when they get bring out like fifteen of them. Whole oh. like if you go Koreatown in LA and you're like oh. They, yeah. they bring Cause out, I'm full. They, no, they bring out a platter. Like I'm talking like raw crab. I don't like even all kinds of stuff before you even get your meal. I wouldn't even order freaking brisket at that point. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just I'm just eating this. I just sit down, make like I eating, eat all the stuff, gone. Mm. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, that's I think that would be like a go to. Mm. I mean, that has been the go to. Last time you guys were on a walk, oh, we, like, we, we went to Millions. Yeah. Um, the time before that, we went to Millions. I mean, I think that's like the the quintessential like meetup spot now. Yeah, for sure. No, like, Kauai doesn't have a better place. That's why. So you go and you're like, there's Korean places here and they're fine, but they're more expensive and really? not, not as good yet. Really? Guys, yeah. six of us, 150. I don't even know what it was, but if six of us and it was whatever the price was, it was unreal. Oh, yeah. That, that was like a few bucks more than if we treated you to Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> like, Bruh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously, though, Burger King is crazy nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's an $8 Whopper. Yeah, please don't do not distribute there. there. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, no King? snacks. Yeah, why? That's true. You can put like the gummies in the like <laughs> the kids meal. Oh yeah, happy meal. <laughs> I mean, if, if they would Burger King, please buy stuff for me. Please, thank you, thank you. Oh thank yeah, you. French fries, taro fries. Oh, oh sweet potato, not sweet potato, uh, ulu fries. Oh, now we're talking. See, we're pitching. Yeah, mana. Wait, wait, no, no, ulu mana. Please let me sell your product. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea over at Burger King, marketing director, please let us know. Yeah. Thank you. The Ulu Burger. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Would that work or what you think? What do you mean? Ulu Burger? Like sashimi. A, like a... Like <laughs> <laughs> so random. How do you get Ulu Burger to sashimi? Like Guy, starch to protein. Yeah. No, no, no. Ulu sashimi. Come on, so, guys. So you just have raw breadfruit. Think about it. See, that's a vegan BS, though. Like, right? Like, oh, let me cut this. It's like me cutting an orange and saying orange sashimi. Yeah. Or like apple slices. Oh, I want some apple sashimi. Wait, wait. Yeah. Have, you, have you guys had, like, vegan sushi before? Which is vegetables. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like it's Stop. vegetables and rice. Like, Stop. What do you mean? Who? Where? Where they get? I mean, there's, like, mock cucumber maki rolls. But what you mean? What is that? Um, no, they like, do, like, nigiri, right? And they, oh, like. Chigan tank. Wait, like I don't even think it's not tasty. I just like I think they're lying. Wait, wait. He's a, wait. Vegan sushi. No, there's Oahu. not a oh Vegan gosh. Sushi Is it what? good? Yeah. No, it's good. Um, tane. Tane vegan izakai. Okay, so they ha- they have like this tomato nigiri. Um, I shit you not. It's tomato and rice. It's fucking delicious delicious they have they literally have very 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 good vegetable sushi i believe you i just like i want like uni i want them to throw marinated beef on there and make beef tomato roll you know what i mean like i mean then i don't even mind if like one of the courses like is like a vegetable course but like every course no it works it works i'm not even saying it doesn't i like I've i've had really good vegan stuff that's not the point. My point is like a little bit of a like, you know, like wolf in sheep's or yeah, it's just a lie. Like Oh, it is. I mean, the the t- tomato nigiri does look like tuna, but it's really tomato and rice. 
delicious yeah. tom- tomato and rice though. Yeah, no, I've had no great, sauce, I, I've just had just great just like like not even like is there like a brush stroke of like like some smoked so- so- shoyu or, or you know what I mean? No, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is, but like I'm I'm just saying the base product of of tomato and rice. I mean, I don't know how they do it, but they make that shit delicious. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. more expensive than regular sushi? Guarantees. Um, I mean, it, it costs the same as regular sushi, so that's incredible. Right, I mean, like, oh, this tomato is the same price as this. Otoro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know about otoro, but like tuna in general. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it it, it it is really good. So, so vegetables, vegetable sushi is like a new thing that I've found myself to to really enjoy. Um, I'll be a not every day because um, tuna and rice is also. Still a little bit more enjoyable than tomato and rice, you know. It's still so you're kind of admitting that it's like second rate. No, it is its own rate. 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 I mean, it's what what kind of ties you get to this place? I know you get you get family work over there. You part like part part owner. owner. (laughs) You distribute. Are you trying to like land the contract with them? Are you trying to like distribute? Get reservations, man. Like I can't I can't get a table there all the time. It's um. I can get us on reservation at actual sushi place. Yeah, Genki. Oh, I will say Genki's Genki's string bean tempura nigiri is is good. Yeah, that is the best vegan sushi. Yeah. No, no, kuru kuru is better. Kuru kuru. What is that off? Kuru a place kuru. or a type of? Oh, kuru kuru sushi. I mean, it's oh, it, okay. there's there's one on Pro Kai Shopping Center and one in Kahala Mall. Um, I think it's the it is the upgrade of Genki. Okay. Like they have the best chan mushi for any. What is that? Chan mushi is like um steamed egg. Mm. Um, with the, with the yolk in the middle, still soft. No. N- no, no, the no. Chan mushi is so, Chinese, right? Chawan Mushi. No, no, no. Dude, it, it's, it's, it's Japanese, bro. Is it? I don't know. No, so I mean, what it is, it's pretty much like like broth, egg, mm-hmm. mixed together. You have some stuff inside of it. So I think the one in Kudu Kudu, like one of my favorites, right? There's chicken um, and fish cake inside of it. And it's, it's, it's just straight delicious. Yeah. Oh, wait, the egg is... It's like oh. egg custard. Yeah, oh. so it's like steam. So it's like... Oh. Almost like Jello, yeah. But like okay. Egg, yeah. Oh, Katsumidori, I've tried that over there. Well, like it's like they had some shrimp or like something in that custard. Yeah. That so egg. like I can't. So I'm allergic to crustaceans. So like when I eat that, I get a little itchy. Where? Like my throat, my lips. Oh. Okay. Like manageable or just like kind of a little bit irritated. Uh, I eat enough of it. Um, my throat closes up and I die. But they oh. make like those like tracheotomies, right? You could just like. I'm not. I've, or, I've never eaten enough to, to, to get to that level. I usually just stop when it gets a little itchy. So, like, would an EpiPen, like, stop that? Is that is that how that works? Like, boom, you just whack them in your leg and you're good? I think EpiPens, you, you stab into your heart. No, nah, actually, I don't know. I've never I've never actually used an EpiPen. But Do you have an EpiPen? No, no. I just oh. stop eating it when I get an allergic reaction. Oh, you live life on the edge. Yeah. Know, or you're not wow. that allergic. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm, like, lightly allergic. Um. I think I think the worst reaction that I ever had was I think I was like sixteen or seventeen years old. I was eating lobster rolls um, at a place called Kudu Kudu Lobster Palace. No, no, I think it was like really back in the day. Like it's not Blue Tropics. I think it was called Tropics. Um, It was like um, anyway. I think the building got knocked down. This was like over like twenty years ago. Okay. Um, I was eating lobster rolls when I first got allergic. 
And I was like young and I was drunk and I didn't know, I didn't know life. And I just kept eating it because it was the most delicious thing. And for $2 a roll, it was the cheapest thing on the market, cheaper than a beer. Um, I got an allergic reaction. I, I like, I couldn't breathe. I walked out to my car, passed out. Um, and I thought I was going to die because I couldn't breathe. Right. And I woke up the next morning just with the meanest hangover. Um, and that's kind of it. And I didn't eat shellfish for like three years after that. Cause I, you know, like when you come to a near death experience, um, you tend to avoid that subject. Yeah. But cause you it could have, you knew it was a shellfish though. Or I mean, you feel the tingle. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, were the drinks drugged? Like, could I mean, yeah, tropics? Maybe is, somebody just roofied been, you. Could that have been a thing? No, this I is mean, for real. Like, I'm dead serious. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Th- well, I don't think I'm the demographic that people would roofie. Hey, um, when was this? With twenty years ago? Yeah. Think about it. Young boy in a bar. Young keyword. Young. But you don't think you don't think it's. Okay, so so that makes me feel a little bit more desired. Yeah, you know, I mean, but but you know, like no, no, I'm pretty sure it was allergic reaction because like I was getting like swollen lips and like just maybe 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 might not be hives because I also turn red when I drink alcohol. So you're right. Okay, so I don't know. I could have been roofied. Side effects. I'm just saying. But you know, like I just woke up in the car, just fine. You know, alive. So I haven't I haven't actually eaten enough shellfish to like get to that point again. But my throat does get itchy. If my lip swells, it's it's safe to assume that my throat would get itchy and then swell up and then close up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy because Oahu has a lot of those like um, crab boil like hook pan rolls. You mean you get you guys have you guys have some options? Well, well for even ju- crazier. Didn't you work <coughs> after you found out? Yeah. In a crab boil place. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So I used to work in um in a place called Raging Crab. Um being allergic to crustaceans and like shellfish, it was honestly one of the wildest jobs I've ever had. Like people would ask me, like, Oh, what would you what do you eat here? What do you like here? I'm like, I don't know, bro. I'm allergic, man. <laughs> like Like who honest honest you? question? Like the, the, did that make, help you make more tips or less? Oh, Did it prob- feel suck? Probably, probably less. Well, yeah. actually, actually, wait, hold on. Maybe more because brutal honesty tends to work for some people, and I I would like to say it worked for me. Yeah, because I I held on to that job for quite some time, even though like my friend was the owner, and like she she would tell me like, hey, maybe instead of saying like you're allergic and you don't need any of this stuff, maybe just have the most popular thing is this or this or this or this. I'm like, oh, you're right. You know, so I learned a lot of sales skills at that job. Um, well, selling stuff that you can't eat yeah. is interesting. That you'll, you'll pick up some kind of skill. What, lying, manipulation. What? <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm just, it's good, though. Well, it's not lying or manipulation. It, it's more like you're, you're, you're stating you're statistics. You're crafting a state. Mm. Well, no, you're stating <laughs> statistics because if you really think about it, we had we had um we had something called the works, which is all the sauces in one, and that mm. was number one. So when when the menu was designed, I'm sure being number one, that was the most widely ordered dish or mm. wide, widely ordered option. And ergo, I wasn't lying; that was the truth. The works was the number one item sold at Raging Crab. You ever get like a standoffish um, customer, like, oh, you think oh, so I'm average, so you're statistically. Basing me off of whatever you know, you know what I mean. I worked at Wahoo's as a server. It was 
we got some interesting folk there. No. Okay. Everyone <laughs> no. was pretty cool and driving. Yeah. No, no. I, I mean, like, it was just a very fun environment. And, like, I mean, I, th- I think people had, had a lot of fun there when they, I mean, okay, come on. You, you pour out, you That's pour out true. the seafood onto a table and then you just, like, you, you destroy it with your hands. Yeah. You know? I mean, we didn't have a lot of prissy people there because that is not a prissy, prissy. That's true. Person restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting your hands dirty. Yeah. I mean, I remember like My favorite. I, yeah, no, I, honestly, it was it was a very fun place to work. I remember like getting a bag and like, okay, so so we had to like shake up the seafood in a bag, and I remember like a shrimp head poking through the the bag and like poking my finger. He and just then, falls to the ground. <laughs> it's no, like no, it's no, a no, nightmare. I, I didn't have like anaphylactic shock or anything. It was like my fingers start to swell up, and I'm like, I'm like looking, I'm like, hold. I was like, hold, JC, is this like something to? To, to be concerned about I think I need to go out and get some air yeah you know like or like going in the back and like getting hives because of the of the fumes coming out of the pot I mean honestly speaking like I've done some dumb things in in the past like working at a seafood restaurant when I myself am allergic to it mm. but it was but honestly I wouldn't do it again but I I do not regret doing it and mm-hmm. made a lot of good friends there um yeah you know what the saying what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, I mean. Or true. gives you hives. Yeah, or gives or, you hives. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my body did warn me, like, maybe don't do it, don't do it for too long. Um, mm. Yeah, the allergy never went away. So, I was going to say, like, I kept exposing. I was going to say, like, I kept exposing myself to it, and now I can eat lobster. No, I can't. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, with a little bit of Claritin, a little bit of Benadryl, like, I, I can enjoy seafood, but um, it's probably not good for me. But it's good for the soul. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And that's what matters. Listen yeah. to it. Yeah. Eat that yeah. lobster tail. Wait, have you guys ever tried uh, Mylon crab curry? My, uh, that, is Mylon the place? Yeah. My, Mylon's, no, no. Mylon's crab curry. So it's like, it's this Vietnamese restaurant on Kiamoku. Okay. No, um, why is everything on Kiamoku? Because that's why they make it so long. So you can put every... Oh, okay, okay. Because every, everyone's like, oh, right off Kiamoku. Well, oh, actually, okay. yeah. Raging Crab was on Kiamoku too, thinking about it. See? Samsung Plaza. No, so so my lawn, my lawn is a Vietnamese restaurant at the very top of Kamoku that serves the the most incredible like crab curry. Um so I used to I used to take Benadryl or Claritin to eat <laughs> the crab curry. I mean, so I try I I tried it with lamb, it's just not as good. Like the something about the curry and the guts just really Oh, it's the head butter. Yeah. It's yeah. the head butter. Yes, it's the head butter. It's the head butter to me. Like it 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 just changes the consistency. It changes the flavor. The flavor I mean, it, yeah. it like it sprinkles a little like I don't know like MSG on there or something. I I don't know. It, it's like one of the most addicting curries I've ever tried, and to this day I think it's the best curry I've ever had in my life. Wait, is it still there? Yes. Oh, we gotta go. Next we time. have to try it then. No, no. I, I, I love to be addicted. Yeah. Honestly, it's no, like I'm really really good. So next time you guys are on Oahu, I'll take you guys. Um. You guys might need to drive because if I take Benadryl, it's <laughs> fall asleep. Yeah, it makes me like nosh. Well, not hey, nauseous. I'm, I'm, I'm drowsy. Makes me drowsy. Yeah. I'm along for the ride. If mm. we crash, if you crash, we crash. Yeah, especially also, if we're on Kiamoku. Everything happens there. Seems like okay. We're gonna catch an Uber then, okay. or or Lyft, or Lyft. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, worth it. Mm. Worth it. Worth it. Have you guys never tried it? Like I would. No, I never. No, never did. No, there's a lot of. I mean, most most things in a while haven't. Yeah, tried. honestly. At this point. Yeah, I mean, we find one place like millions. We're, we're there every time we time, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm going to blow your mind. 
Yeah. Like I, I've taken, I've taken like every person that I've taken there so far. I mean, I haven't gone in like f- six years, so I hope, hopefully, it's still as good as it I was. was gonna say, there, like, a lot can change in in six years. It, yeah. And, like, do you really like it? I mean, look at gone? me. Well, I mean, I haven't gone in a while because also I'm like allergic. Um, it's it like, didn't stop you before. Well, I mean, I was also a lot more like gung ho before. I used to do a lot more dangerous thing before. But at the very least, like, uh, like if you guys never gone, you guys have to go once. I'll go. I'll go. Least, I'm yeah. down. No, for sure, we're going at yeah, least yeah. one time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm telling, head butter curry. Next level. Head butter curry. Yeah. Brother. I'll do it. It'll be good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, wait. When are you guys coming to Wahoo next? I don't know. I'm for sure gonna be up there March 25th, but that's a long time. Okay. Wait. Are you gonna be there for just one day? Mm, overnight. At least. Okay. I need to, yeah. Okay. So I think I'm going to be like, I'm going to be in Japan on the 24th. We can be in Japan. Oh, oh, but there's no crab curry in Japan though. I, I, that's you can go okay. Go to SMB factory and get curry. Mm, what is SMB? SMB, SMB is, is the, the curry. Cur- yeah, curry company. Yeah. So if you go to Japan, there's a big building wow. in Tokyo that has says <gasps> SMB on it. It's the curry. Okay. Curry. Offices. Yeah. Curry capital. Like, so I don't think it's the same type of curry. So I don't, I don't think, no, I don't it's think not the it, same. It's not. Oh. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I don't, <laughs> it's I don't like think Japanese it's like, curry. It's just not. It could, I mean, actually, the flavor profile is very, very, very similar. So maybe if you get SMB curry and you get, like, crab butter, you might make magic, but I don't know. Well, when you go to Hokkaido, they have curry soup, yeah? Mm. That's, like, their thing. Instead of, soup like... Curry. Soup curry, yeah. Soup curry, yeah. Soup curry, yeah. Soup yeah. Well, like, just more... Liquid. Uh, uh, it's kind of like, I mean, they have ramen too, but they, when you go to Japan and Hokkaido, they'll be like, they always talk about soup curry or whatever. Mm. They mm. won't be like, oh, go get ramen. They'll be like, go get soup curry. Mm. They're like super into it when you go to Hokkaido. Yeah, actually, I was just in Niseko, and you're right. That That's a really big thing that yeah. I didn't get a chance to try because I just thought it was kind of weird. You know, like soup, curry doesn't sound... What, like... Soup like, like, like the curry you get in katsu, yeah, yeah. But just make it more liquidy. Oh, okay, like yeah. put that gravy into your simon. Oh, huh. it's pretty good. Wait, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I've tried it before. Well, that sounds oh, good. Really? How you just said yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so so I, I never had the opportunity to try that. So like next time I'm in Niseko or Hokkaido, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Japan. No, honestly, Japan is is honestly. Wait, so you're going back in March? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going back in March for um for like um. Like a one of like an entrepreneur group retreat, um, just to bond with the with the group of entrepreneurs that I've been grouped with. <laughs> okay, there's got to be a, like a better way for me to say that. No, so. but what's the group like? Oh. Is it Japanese or is it like Oahu based? Oh, so well, it, it's a worldwide um, entrepreneur group called Entrepreneurs Organization. It's not um, creative. So, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it is what it is. It's it's. It's pretty. It's, it's, pretty, it's an it's organization of entrepreneurs called Entrepreneur Organization. organization. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what that is, right? So that's like, just I'm, like Department of Education. Like, <laughs> you mean like educators in a department, Department of Education? Yeah. Well, it, that, it, I, I exactly like that. So I'm okay. a part. I'm a part of a local, um, like the like a local chapter, and we were put into groups called forums um, of like eight other people. And every year we do a, group, a forum retreat and a chapter retreat. So for the chapter retreat, we went to Maui, to the ACYLEA, and we just had some activities. We visited some other businesses, and we talked 
amongst ourselves and like we tried to learn from each other mm-hmm. um the forum retreat is just an activity that we that we go on as a small group so we can bond pretty much so mm, so this team year bonding pretty much team, team bonding yeah. um so what is this this is like a networking thing or just like a um, like summit or some kind of like, well, a, like, like a, a networking thing pretty much or is it like a conveying of thoughts kind of thing yeah well i i guess it's like a conveying of thoughts and it's really just um like a group of people that you can really bond with because as, as an entrepreneur there's a lot of things that you can't really be open about and talk about because it can really affect your your business and your livelihood um wait like what well i mean just think about it you like um i mean if you let's just say if you uh, okay well, i gotta think of an example this is, this is a tough one like you can't really share too much numbers with your staff for example you can't really share um how th- like you know like how, how market trends are going with your staff it, depending on if if those numbers are positives or negatives i mean it could really affect your business it could really affect your your well-being if you will and it's and 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 being an entrepreneur honestly like it's it can be very stressful you know um and it and it's it's really a group so that it's really a group of people that you're able to be open and honest with that you really have no ties with right so you're not going to be in a group with other for example if you're like a restaurateur you're not going to be in a group okay so just for example if if you have if you own a steakhouse you're not going to be in a in a forum you're not going to be in a group of okay in your group you're not going to have two steakhouse owners Mm. just because you're competitors right like you're you're, it it is supposed to be a, a space where you can be very safe very very um where you can where you can just open up mm. right um and and a lot of the times you can't really do that even in your in your day-to-day life right like you can't really go to that 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 five percent if you will like there's there's things that you always hold close to you that you're not going to share with the outside world and this is supposed to be a circle of people where you can has any do people cry often like like oh um does it get to that point they cry it out yeah, I'm just. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean that that five percent is really where where people it's cry, deep. where they yeah they they go very very deep. It's not something that is widely. This is shared an intim- with the world. this is an intimate retreat then. Yeah, so it's yeah it's it's a very intimate group of people, if you will. Okay. Um, Interesting. Where where you have no entanglements, you don't have um, before you enter the group, you're not you're not sharing the same circle of friends, you're not in the same. So industry. eight strangers. Or seven to ten strangers, but yeah, like I think my group has eight strangers. Wow. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it it's honestly just like a very, 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 very like interesting place to be in. Because mm-hmm. like honestly, like when you're like even in my in my circle of friends, like I can't really be super open and honest about what's going on in my life. It's just not feasible at this point, just with so many things and so many entanglements, if you will. If you if you get what I'm saying, right? Whereas in this group of friends, I can say anything and no one's gonna judge me because everyone's got their thing. Everyone's got issues in their lives, right? Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just it's almost it's almost therapeutic. Really. I was I was gonna say it. It sounds more like a it's a peer group, if you will. Okay. Um and, and and yeah I I mean it's just somewhere that um that I derive a lot of value from just being able to 
learn learn from and to share with people Think who go through the same 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 things you know mm. like um well albeit like in my group not super the same things because you know like a lot of my a lot of people in my forum i mean they're married they have kids i mean oh yeah I, i'm not married and no kids like i don't have a dog so like some not the same topic sometimes ruff, yeah ruff. yeah <laughs> like like i want my rough rough you know yeah 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 like and and it's it's just something that um I don't know it's just it's it's just nice to have like a circle of people around you that really support you. It's like it's like when you're in kindergarten and you, and you figure out like who your close friends are then, right? Like these mm. people have no idea who who you are, but all of a sudden How do you get drive. so comfortable with with well, um, it's a little bit like a selfish thing, right? What? No, cuz then you like it's not about you being comfortable with them. It's about you like benefiting from being like open. Yeah, I I mean like you get more from 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 the group from the group of people you're with mm. um by being open and them being open with you. Okay, right? so it's just a it's it's just it's just a bunch of people being super open and like just being honest with the issues that they're facing or like solutions to issues that they were having. I mean just just being completely unfiltered. I mean mm. inc- it's such an incredible like experience. And like when I first joined the group, I was like, I was like, I was like, wow, these people are just like me, you know. Like, um, and oftentimes, like being being an entrepreneur, there's yeah, like I said, there's things you don't share with people, just just for the fear of of ruining a public perception, your reputation, mm. um, and like, yeah, actually, yeah, reputation. I mean, I mean, these these are all things that, but even that, like doubt, right, like. As a owner, sometimes you have to put on like, or entrepreneur, you have to put on like the face of like, well, of straight I, confidence. Yeah, and even, even though like, you're scared shitless. Yeah, yeah no, trust well, me, even I'm though not. the world's falling apart, you're like, well, Bruh. we need this contract to go through. Yeah, see. or it's gonna be bad. But <laughs> you, you can't let any of the employees know that, or else they just like freak out. Mm, yeah, they, yeah, like, exactly. They just start like freaking. Yeah, yeah, so oftentimes being an entrepreneur, yeah, exactly how like Brian, you 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 hit it on the head. Oftentimes, like when you're when you are the head of an organization, like you have to be brave for everyone else, even though like on the inside you're like you're scared, like plenty scared, you know, like and you you can't like I said, like you said, you you cannot share that with your employees because of how it can affect the business, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if if like just for example, if you tell your business, if you tell your employees, like oh my god, <laughs> you might not make rent the next month, you're not gonna have employees they're gonna leave like you'll be fucked yeah utterly fucked <laughs> right so like i mean yeah and then obviously if you share that like completely open in the public and your competitor hears wind of this they're gonna crush you yeah. they're mm. gonna step on you that's true right so like so this i mean eel or, or entrepreneurs organization has really really set up i mean it, it's kind of an I've incredible actually heard situation of this one. i have a different friends are in it Oh really? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. like there, it, it is a incredible like organization where they they group you in a circle of people that really just support you and and they 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 literally engineer a safe space for you, mm. right? Like so so I'm just for example, I'm not going to be in a group with another distribution business mm-hmm. or another food distribution business or if I if I if I owned a janitorial service, I wouldn't be in the room with another janitorial service because. If anyone hears like that, you're going to some hard times. They're gonna be like, "Opportunity came knocking." Yeah. You yeah. know, "Merry Christmas." We're mm-hmm. gonna kill this fucker. You know <laughs> what I mean? 
So, I mean, yeah. Th- anyway, that's the that's um that's that's the group that I'm going to be going to Japan with um next month. It's really just to go hang out and really to just bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we like during the retreats. I mean, we try to keep it educational. We try to keep it light, fun. I mean, it it really is. Besides the safe suite, it's all about um like once in a lifetime experiences. Mm-hmm. Like um like the chapter retreat. I mean. It was just very fun, like mm-hmm. really, really once in a lifetime experiences for sure. That, without a doubt, and I can't share that much more than that. So what happened? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, it's um something that I do enjoy being a part of, you know, like um, and it took me so long to get placed in a forum just because, like, when I first signed up, I wrote. Every single business that I was a part of, and like even ones that I was planning on starting, not knowing what I was gonna do with, I just put the name on there, and then from there. So when they're when they're finding a, a placement for you, you, they try not to put you into a forum where you have conflicts. But when you when you write down like five businesses in like every industry under the sun, you 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 get conflicts, right? So it took me it took me two years. To finally get placed, because like after after going to the public events, wow, like people are like, "Oh, Eric, so what do you do?" I'm like, "I only do like I only do distribution, home inspection, staging, property manager, real estate, nothing else." So like I had um, <laughs> I had a maintenance business that I started, like, but I didn't do anything with because I thought, oh, like being having an inspection business <clears throat> and having a maintenance business just makes sense, right? You find something wrong with something and then you fix it. And then I quickly realized it wasn't that simple. So, yeah, I don't do anything with that maintenance business. Mm. It, it really is just sitting that I'm, you know, um, that was a great idea, got gung-ho, and then really I didn't have the capacity to do it. So I, I, I was finally able to get placed, and, yep, we're, we're going to go to Japan. We're going to have a great time. We're going to eat some sushi. Oh. Maybe go snowboarding once again, you know. Are you going to Hokkaido again? No, we're going to go to Tokyo. Okay. Tokyo, yeah. Mean, yeah. bro. I mean, why? You, like, you guys like go. We're not invited. We're, we're, we conflict. You know, there's, <laughs> I do want to open up about that 5%. So maybe. Maybe what? Maybe I'm going. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe come before or after. Can't come during. I'm coming during. We just show up. Yeah. Hey, guys. 7 to 10 just turned to 8 to 11. Yeah. Okay. Well, Yo, I'm not gonna tell. You, I'm not gonna tell you guys where we're going, cause uh, cause if you guys crash, then I'm gonna get in trouble. Tokyo Dome Hotel. Yeah. Sky Tree. Wait, is that where? I'm? <laughs> no, I don't think that's where I'm staying. But you know, <laughs> it's the only hotel I know in, in Tokyo. <laughs> so during 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 the dates of the retreat, I have to go like, like I have to black out everything mm. and like not respond. So like after that, we go snowboarding. Go. Nice. Wait. So have you guys ever gone snowboarding? Yeah. I yeah. like it. A long time ago, yeah. Oh, no. Snowboarding is fucking incredible. No, I love it. So, like, this past time I went to Japan, we, I went to Naseko with some of my old coworkers. Um, and, like, it, it was the first time really, like, seeing and feeling and tasting snow. And, like, in Naseko, it just falls just like the movies. It's, like, it, it falls so slowly. It's magical. And, like, th- the snow was soft. Like, every morning going on the going snowboarding, like, you could fall. You can do... You, you could put, you, like falling, it, it's like not falling. It's it's like it's like cushiony. I mean, it's 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 honestly one of the 
um, from what I've been told, one of the best um, best environments to learn how to snowboard, mm. and that that I probably would never gonna see better. But I would like to challenge that by going again and seeing the same <laughs> conditions. Because yeah. I, I like honestly, like I can't believe I waited till now to snowboard. I wish I went sooner. Well, I seen your one of your <laughs> posts, and I said that to Xavier, and like, let's go next year. I yeah. mean, next year, next year. No, honestly, like Niseko, um, one of the better experiences that I had in in the last five years. Um, such a culture shock, to be honest. You know, we have. Have you been up there before? No, first time. Oh, okay. Have you been in Japan before? Yes, yes. But not Hokkaido, not up there. No. Yeah, no, not even north is super different than Tokyo. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've never been up there before, and like, I wish I went sooner. Um, so my my old coworkers from the from the nightclubs. I mean, they they've been going every year for the last ten years, and um, and even though I wish I went sooner, like, they were all able to go because I stayed back and I worked. Thank God those days are over. Mm. But I also would like my nightclub job back. Please hire me. What promoter? No, no, no. I, so I used to be a bartender, and then I was the GM of Ginza Nightclub, and like Ginza, yeah. Wait, very, very fun days. Very, wait, very fun the, days. The one that you walked to after district. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Those were those were you. What were you over there? I was I, I, I was a bartender, and then I became which, a manager. Which oh okay okay okay. So I worked at I, I worked at all the bars. So I was top bar, middle bar, back bar. I mean. Wow. It was uh, it's one of the best times of my life. Really? Yeah, it's so fun. Can you just imagine? Just like, like, you go to work and you're just hanging out with your friends. Mm. That's a good life. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, now I do, I do, I do something similar because, you know, I'm friends with all my employees. But, mm. yeah. <laughs> but not quite the same, you know? Like, you can't, you're not going to work and everyone's having a great time. Like, now when I go to work, like, people are like, we got to make sure guys do their job, too. Yeah. And yeah. Gotta, it's, it's, and you got to, like, scold them and be like, hey. It's not quite it. as high energy, you know, as, like, working in a nightclub. When you work in a nightclub, it's just, it's like, like, you know, you have, What, what like, if you just start playing the music at work louder? Maybe not, a little lighting? Not the same. You don't have the same, I mean, like, it's in a warehouse, machines. too, though. You can have a smoke machine. I mean, you could have a whole DJ setup on the top. I've seen your setup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. Mobamba? No. Nah. Check West? Not worth the investment, right? Because if you have all of that in a nightclub, more liquor sales. Like, if I have all of that in my warehouse, it doesn't equate to more bread sales. Well, I mean. Right? But liquor sales. <clears throat> yeah, you guys might drink more. Not ideal when they're operating big, heavy vehicles. Not ideal, yeah. Mm. No, so, like, you you know, we can't be drinking on the job. Can't, got to be sober, got to be sharp. Like, max we can do is drink coffee. So very opposite from drinking alcohol. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, you're drinking of coffee and you're wired. You're just like, yeah, go anyway, you know? I mean, like three mm-hmm. cold brews in a day. I mean, you're... Still might hit that guardrail. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Off the coffee. No. 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 <laughs> I've never... Happened. Like, you, you don't you don't get... You don't get um drink, you know, driving under the influence of coffee. Mm. Above the influence is what happens. With coffee? Yeah. Oh, I mean, we've never had that happen yet. So, like, honestly, like, I don't think a DJ setup and, like, a fog machine and, mm. like, like a CO2, like, you know. It with, doesn't align. Like, no, it does not align mm. with my business. I see. So, that's why, like, you know, like, if maybe somewhere down the line, if 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 my path goes into a nightclub, nightclub again, I could do it. I could do it. Alex, please hire me. 
Please give me back my job. Thank you. My old job. I miss it. I miss it so. Then who's going to provide yeah, all the Alex Cam. Oh, Alex Cam. Shout out Alex Cam. <laughs> all right. He's going to provide all the snacks, though. Oh, I can still bring it. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to give that up. I well, mean, imagine like that. Like, instead of confetti, you just dropping shrimp chips. Yeah. Park yeah. Ryan's just. That just sounds disgusting. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I'm just saying imagine. But tasty. Different. Yeah. Different. You know what I mean? Dude, you, you <laughs> get skins that came back. You get some massive like back like back knee, man. Can you just imagine strip chimps from the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not something that I would want to do. But no, yeah, like honestly, if I could go back to, to work in a nightclub, I would. Like weekend, weekend job, like best college job ever. So why don't you open up your own? Um, it's a lot of work. And it's not like it's more like if I remember correctly, back in the day, it was it was it was kind of it was a lot. It was a lot of things happening all at once, and I don't think I have the attention for it. So, like part time job, perfect. Um, opening my own, not ideal. Wouldn't mm. would not be able to keep up with it. Like right now, like I would I don't want to be up all night and then like having to work all morning. That's just no, that's gnarly. Yeah, yeah, like college. Okay, you know, being being like twenty something, you have the, you have the youth for it. Um, being thirty something, no, no, no. Sleep is important. Sleep prevents wrinkles. Yeah, and so Botox too. But like you know, I've I'm not I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Um. So I I I do I do value sleep for sure. Okay, for sure. so part time, club worker that leaves early and goes to sleep, and then what else do you want to do? At your like um. The distribution business, like, are you trying to grow that? Yes, yeah. Okay, so that's probably one of the reasons why, like, I probably shouldn't get a nightclub job. I mean, I'm trying to grow the distribution business so that I could be on all islands. Um, <clears throat> just because, wouldn't that be cool just to be on all islands? You know, having my products everywhere, all at once. Um, uh, it's just like a, it's like a nice little goal to have, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm definitely not in business of just staying the same. I'm not. I'm not really in business to get a paycheck. I'm really in business to see, um, the business grow, the the people within the businesses grow. I mean, I'm all about growth, right? Mm-hmm. So like, like as much as I want to go back and work in a nightclub part time, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, to juggle everything and then to really, really be able to function at a good optimum level, um, not ideal. Although I, I mean. Nice fantasy, nice to think about it, but like I do want to grow the distribution business so that yeah, like I could be everywhere all at once. Um, I mean, I don't know because I mean, you visit Kauai the past few times, but you never really spent much time here, right? No, no, I've always focused all of my efforts um, on Oahu, mm. even though like now that I've been up to Kauai, like this, like Kauai, no, I get. I now get why they call this the Garden Isle. Like, it is, it is like, it is so beautiful out here, you know? Um, and I, I feel like that there is a lot of opportunity here because it, it is um, a little bit underserved. I mean, every, every island I've heard has its own issues, right? Um, Kauai being one for labor. Um, but I would definitely would like a reason to come out here more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's absolutely beautiful. Like, 
driving out to one hotel on Hanalei on the right, like you just if you just glimpse out the window on the right, you just see like beautiful waves, you see beaches. I mean, you you glimpse on your left, you see like homeless people in the bushes. I mean, it's it's you it got it all. Yeah, yep. no, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Something ev- for everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, the entire spectrum. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, like like. This past couple of times that I've been out here, I mean, it's it's just a completely different market, and it's and it's really about the challenge, you know. Like, um, you you figure out where the opportunities are, and then you try to position yourself to take advantage of it. I mean, it's such a game, right? but it and, is right. Like, I mean, because yeah. that's the thing. It's like, like whatever you need money to survive and blah blah blah. But like when you win, like when you like pass a certain Check. level. Mm. And then move up. You're like, yes. Like, there, there's, like, a satisfaction to that. And especially if you, like, it took you a while or it was hard. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, I, I mean, I mean, it's like it's like when you achieve a certain goal, right? You, it, you feel good. You feel more confident. I mean, like, I want that for for me, for my businesses, for, for everyone within my my company. Um, because we all work hard. I mean, we're all, we're all working towards a certain goal, right? And we're not, we're not here to stay the same. Fuck that. You know, like, I, I mean, like, I think anyone in, in the game of business um, as an entrepreneur is really in it to grow, right? So, like, like right now, I feel like in this stage for my distribution business, I mean, coming to Kauai is a completely different playing field. And I feel like it, that's going to be the same when I go to Maui and the Big Island. Um, it's going to be its own level. Like, you know, I hate to, I hate to like, compare this to video game, but... Like every stage is different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the players, the characters you meet, gonna be different, and and it's so exciting mm-hmm. because every every island, every situation, every everything has its own nuances, and I'm so excited to come across that. You know, it's like it's almost it's almost um, like it's addicting. Like yeah. I, like like I get why like why people when they play video games they could they could be plugged in for hours. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, because I mean, this is what this is for me. I'm like plugged in for hours, like for for years, if not, you know. It's um, yeah. Like I mean, that's how I met you guys, man. Right? No, I mean, I mean, oh, no, for sure. Like, like we would have not, yeah, no, like, <laughs> we would have not connected. Like not we, we have like zero, not zero in common, but very few things other than business. Yeah, like you know, like for example, like we we grew up completely separate on different islands, but yet, like when we connect on business, it's like oh shit. What are well, you doing? Well, I mean, they, been, yeah. The interesting thing too is though you kind of meet like like-minded people, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. L- like like attracts like kind of thing, you know. So like you'll just have a conversation with somebody who's in business because it piques your interest, not because you like even like are trying to get something from it. But I mean, you do because you like get ideas and share. But it's like, oh, this guy kind of gets like because very few people do. I think. Yeah, very it's, few. Very few people connect with that interest you know like like other people have things that like feed them as far as like interest and like um fulfillment Mm -hmm. but in business it's just like like figuring it out like you you see this machine and you're like trying to figure it out yeah i mean i mean it's um like business hall it's like it, it it is a puzzle it is um it is certainly something that has captivated my attention for the last few years mm hmm like sorry, more than more than any college course that I've ever taken, more than any um like yeah, this honestly the most exhilarating thing ever. Right? To 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 look at something and to figure out, huh, there's an opportunity there. 
and you look around, you're like, how come no one else is doing this? Mm-hmm. And then when you do it, okay, so like when you when you when you when you see a situation and you're wondering why no one else is doing it, and you do it, there's there's always a chance that you miss something, and then you like you utterly fail, right? And that sucks. But there's also the situation where like no one else sees it, and then you do it, and you just like skyrocket and take off, and you're like, how 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 I'm a genius, yeah, right. Like, you know, and, and it's always, like, a form of validation that, like, drives you. And then, like, when someone, like, comes and, like, knocks you at your knees and, like, and then you still find a way to survive, even more of a validation, mm-hmm. right? Like, from from success to almost utter failure to success again, I mean, it's such a roller coaster. It's so addictive. Um, not to say that, you know, regular 9 to 5 is bad or anything. It's just this is what fuels my day, yeah. right? Well, I think... I think, like, I used to think everybody, like, should be a business person. Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah, no, if I can do it, anybody can do it. No. No. Like, no. I just noticed, like, no, oh, I'm kind of, like, weird, I think. Yeah. So I'm like, like, people are not like me. And, no. and like, nine to five is good for some guys. And for me, I get, like, bored and no. antsy. And, like, I'm like, Ugh. like, it's almost like a weird, like, ADD of, like, exactly. like, like routine. No, mm-hmm. it, Exactly. Like, like, yeah, nine to five works for some people. And like, I honestly wish that maybe I could get a little balance of that nine to five, but fuck, you know, like it's, it's not, it's not as fun for me. I love the, I, I love the change of pace constantly from like super fast to super slow to, to the most intense highs and the most intense lows. I mean, it's, um, <laughs> It's the roller coaster, man, and and, and honestly, for like as for, like entrepreneurship is not meant for a lot of people because this shit is like. Well, that's the thing, and that's why it's good that you bring up all these stuff, right? Like, it's hard. Like, you need like you. <coughs> what 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 is the saying? It's lonely at the top. It's, like it is not. It's not like uh like yeah, you're stoked. It's like oh no, you're isolated because you don't you can't tell everybody stuff. For the sake of everybody. Yeah. 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 To, to be honest. Yeah. To, yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's not even for you. It's because, like, oh, if we do this, then this causes a chain reaction that negatively affects the business. And then all the people working yeah. will feel that effect. And that, you know, so it's one of those things where I, it's such a catchphrase now. Yeah. Like, entrepreneur, like, every TikTok or Instagram reel is like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> And, yeah. and also, like, I mean, I think there's a level that changes when you have employees. Yes. Like, when guys are, like, oh. self-employed, great. But there's no way you can scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. when you're self-employed, you're not an entrepreneur. When you're self-employed, that's just what that means. That means you're self-employed. Yeah. But when you're a true entrepreneur is when you have employees and you, and you have people that depend on you, mm-hmm. that depend on your, your decision-making. So like every every decision you make becomes that much heavier. Yeah, that's the more employees that you have is that many more lives that your decision affects. Mm-hmm. And like honestly, that's like that's 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 anxiety driving. That's that's like one of the most stressful and the most rewarding things that comes from this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and 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 really like my entrepreneur group really gives me that support. Um, like we bounce ideas off of each other. I mean. Like I'm able to bounce ideas that I cannot share. Like, like I mean, I'm sharing. Like I can't share a lot of these ideas with my employees because they don't know the 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 risk that that you take with each of these decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know that one wrong decision can mean that their paycheck is gonna bounce. Mm-hmm. They don't know that 
that you that certain decisions could mean like complete utter destruction for their families. Yeah. Right? And like you you just can't share that with people sometimes, you know? Like mm-hmm. And like so so I look up to all of these like entrepreneurs, like these big name entrepreneurs with like hundreds of employees and I'm like how the how the fuck do you guys do this, man? Yeah. Like it's it's like it's incredible. Yeah. Like this is like entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. Definitely not. And it's a responsibility, right? 100%. So everybody who like thinks becoming this like like business runner is like this freedom thing. No. No, it's not. <clears throat> you don't do it cuz you want to be free. Because you're probably the most shackled person. Mm-hmm. Like, when, like when everything hits the wall, like you're the last, uh, yeah. you're like the last line of defense. Yeah, honestly, that's the truth. So like, yeah, being, being an entrepreneur, I thought like this is ultimate freedom. I think this last trip to Japan was the first vacation that I've ever had where I could truly enjoy myself. And even at that, I wasn't truly free. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, I, I, know, I know people with the nine to fives that, during vacation, they don't need to answer their phones. You've got to do nothing. That is true freedom, mm-hmm. right? Like, like when I was on the trip, I had to take Zoom meetings at 3 a.m. Because I accidentally, I mean, it was my fault. I accidentally booked it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like you're, tru- you're not truly free because you're, you're constantly looking at the bank account to make sure that like certain things that happen operationally do not negatively impact um, cash flow that will negatively impact people's paychecks, right? Like it's 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 so like it's such a chain reaction. Like to be honest, like I have not had a day in the last five to ten years where my mind is not on on the business, mm-hmm. on a business, yeah. on on you know, like 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 it 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 really is something that like well, yeah. When I look up to like other entrepreneurs like that. I mean, when I look up to these people that that are so much further than, than where I am, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, how do you guys do this? Mm-hmm. And then, and then that honestly gives me like a like a like hope, right? And I'm like, okay, you guys figured it out. <laughs> so will I. Yeah. Right. So I I mean, like as much as I love it, I mean, I hate it. It's it's like it. There's such a duality to entrepreneurship, which is why I'm so addicted to it. You know what I mean? Like, which is why I keep jumping to the next thing and starting another thing because it's. It's exhilarating, mm-hmm. right? So, anyway, um, before I get too much into entrepreneurship, I mean, if you think you got it, just try it. Just try it. I mean, it, it's. I mean, they'll it. figure out pretty fast. Yeah, if it's for them or not, <laughs> yeah. you know, like um, you know, like no, oh, because like I mean, I'll go to Oahu with Xavier, and we're trying to get work done, so it's not even like we're on vacation. Yeah, and I get calls at four in the morning. Yeah, and I got like fix it from Oahu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and somehow it happens every single time I go. Yeah. Like yeah. every oh. single time, like everything is great when I'm here. Yeah. And then when I'm gone, it's like <clears throat> issue. And then I'm like, I'm in the morning, like trying to f- like text people, call people, wake them up. Yeah. Like figure out this thing. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. No, I, I mean like usually when things go wrong is when you're at the most dis, like when you're at the most disadvantaged, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're oceans away, mm. like you have to like figure out how to like type it out in a text message that's like super detailed so that any idiot can follow it. Mm-hmm. Because if you say something wrong and they don't and they can't figure it out, the issue is not fixed, right? I mean, so I'm very blessed and fortunate to have like um like a very strong supporting um leadership team mm-hmm. that that gets the business at a level where I understand it. So like 
like lately, this last couple of years has, has been a lot lighter. You know, I can trust their judgment and um, it's freed up some of my time so that I could like somewhat start enjoying life, right? Like before then, I can tell you when I first started, I'm like the only person with answers. It's, that was the most stressful time ever. But yeah, no, I, I mean like, yeah, it's, it's kind of nuts, yeah? Like all these problems happen when you're away. Yeah, when you like physically can't do it yourself, <laughs> bro, and you're like, uh, "Do I fly back right now?" And even if I do, it doesn't even work. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it doesn't fix the problem in time. Yeah. Like I'm like, uh. Yeah, I mean, part to that, man. Things happening when you're least <laughs> expecting it. Right, I see it all the time. Every single time so far we've been. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's it's an incredible situation. Like you get the most like most abrupt emails, and you're sitting there like, I don't know, man. Like I'm not at the warehouse. Uh. Well, I mean, I guess I'll figure it out, you know, but yeah. if you guys think you guys got a great business idea, try it. You know what I mean? My God. Try it and just prepare yourself. Yeah. Brace yourself. Yeah. And it's not like a bad thing. It's just like <clears throat> it weeds people out pretty quickly. Yeah. Like a lot of like entrepreneurship became very cool in the last couple of years. Like back, um, back when my parents were, were entrepreneurs, I didn't know, like, I didn't even know entrepreneurship was a word. You know no, what no, I mean? That, like, that's like in the past 10 years. That's what I'm saying. Like before it was just business owner, shop owner. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, and I used to think my parents were weird. I was like, I was like, why do you want to work? So, so my, so a little bit background, my mom and dad were jewelers. They, they had a jewelry store in Waikiki. Um, and they were there at 9am to 9pm every day. And in fact, my mom is still there probably right now like on a Sunday. Oh, you can still have that jewelry shop. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my mom does. And like, to this day, I, I, well, not uh, not anymore, but, like, back then, I used to think, like, why do you guys work six, seven days a week? Mm-hmm. And here I am now, following in the family places, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I get it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it, it's always on your mind. Yeah. You know, there's always something to improve. There's always something to do. And, like, I don't, I don't question it now, and, like, right now, I give my mom and dad so much more respect than I did back then. I'm like, I'm like, mom, actually... Thinking about it, my mom promised to take me to Disneyland when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. She has not taken me to Disneyland ever. In fact, I had to wait till I was like 25 to take myself. Yeah. So that was that was ridiculous. Like, mom, when are you going to take me to Disneyland? <laughs> I think with interest, like, you know, just if you, like, she's probably got to take me, like, the future Mrs. Chu. Like, hopefully, like, one to five kids, you know, like, at some point. Like, you got to take everyone, mom. She'll just take you to brunch at, like, Alani or something. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, I'll just take <laughs> Sweeties. that, you know? Yeah. Just I mean, Benny's wide. Yeah. Just pancakes. Yeah. No. I, I mean, like, like growing up with entrepreneur parents, like, we've, we, we give up kind of a lot, you know, just, mm. just to keep the business sustainable, successful, and just ongoing. Um, and when I look back at it, I'm like, I now appreciate the, the, the efforts my parents did to, like, keep everything going. Um, because I'm in that same boat now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, power to you, you know, mom. Props well, to well, that's me. pretty interesting because my parents owned like a flower shop growing up. And like before my dad was like into politics and stuff. So they had their own business from, I mean, since I was born. Yeah. So like I grew up in it. Like I worked cash registers when I was like five. <laughs> I was like giving back change. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, oh, so simple math was really good, huh? Yeah, that's why, like, I mean, yeah, calculus, not so great. Yeah, yeah. But I can count money. Mm. <laughs> Same. Power but, to the bar. 
But yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of interesting that like, I wonder if it's that too though, like having parents that like worked all the time and like not even like shift work because like there's like, so there are floors. So like Valentine's Day, those fools didn't sleep for like a week. Mm. They were living there, they do it. And like, I mean, it was a different day too, right? Like, it, like what they call it, like um, latchkey kids. So like latchkey is like, um, when you're a kid, you'd go home, you'd finish school, you'd go and you just go into, like you'd, you'd almost like raise yourself till they came home from work. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And that was super normal. Like not, it wasn't just us. That was like most kids, but like you'd get off the bus. You'd like, nobody was like knew where you were. No, actually, no, that's so true. Um, growing up, um, I mean, I was fortunate. I had a brother. My brother actually mm-hmm. like raised me. Um, thank you, Alan. Thank you for, you know, keeping me alive. Um, yeah, like you're right. Like my parents were almost never ever there. Um, they they were always at at the shop, always working. I mean, like sometimes I was I was at the shop. A lo- like a lot of the times I was I was at home, like just watching TV or like you know just just being raised by my older brother. Wow, that motherfucker had some responsibility, man. Mm. So I think my brother was baby like me me being like a five year old being watched by a nine year old. That's Nowadays, I think it would be considered, like, some kind of child abuse for sure. Oh, no. Parents can't do crap now. Yeah. Like, like, that's the interesting thing, right? Like, and I kind of like it. Like, so I was the older brother. So I didn't have nobody watching me. I had, like, my sisters and my brother. So you were you were, you were were the person I the, watching. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't suggest putting me in charge of, like, kids, especially then. No. But, like, <laughs> it was just, you made Simon, you made grilled cheeses, yeah, you you hung out, but like, it was very. What's the word? Like you become very independent. No, super. Like you learn how, like ah, just do it. Like, what? What? Why wait? Like, or you know, or you're gonna be hungry. True. I well, okay. So like, I was a younger brother in situation. So even now, like um, like okay. So I hate to admit this. I. When I, when I bought my, my Xbox, when I first moved out of the house, I had to ask my brother to install it. Just because just cause my brother installed it all our lives, right? So, like, I actually never learned how to do anything AV. Mm. In fact, like, in my in my home now, like, I have, like, three controllers. If if I knew how to work the basics of any type of, like, audio-visual system, I could control it all by one controller, but I have three. Um, Alan, so... I don't want to be weird, but like maybe you can come over and figure this out for me. I'll buy lunch. Oh, right now. Oh, oh, to this day. To the no, to this day. Like I. Oh. I don't. I still don't really know how to set up like, like uh, Xbox. Yeah. Mm, like besides like plugging it into the the, the holes that mm. I might get wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm still a technological idiot. Like, not something that I figured out, but my brother did. Yeah. You know, they go to my brother's house. I'm sure he has one controller for everything. Mm. You know, you control the 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 sound bar, the the Xbox. He the had TV. to do it because if you wanted for play, he was just you know what I mean. Yeah, like right right now at my, at my house, you just have like you just you just fumbling with it, trying to figure out. Oh, so does this does this volume button turn the TV up and down, or does it turn the sound bar up and down? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I that I that I spent too much time learning growing up. So. I mean, props to my brother. But really, I mean, Alan, if you want to come over, I'll, I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Like, oh, yeah. 
You you learn independence. I learn codependency. <laughs> fucking dependency. crazy. Yeah. De- <laughs> like dependency for yeah. sure. For sure. We had very, very different childhoods, man. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was just different. Yeah. And I, I liked it. I'm stoked about it. I'm stoked that like, <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of things like I did in life where I think I didn't really like think about it too much. So it was like, whatever. Like, let's move to New York. Let's move. Like, let's go to culinary school in one week. Let's go. Like, whatever. Whatever the thing was. It's like, oh, let's go. Damn. Really? I mean, it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just a place. It's just a thing. Like, you'll figure it out. Oh. Like, that that was the general mentality. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Whatever. Like, but like, you deal with it enough, right? Where you're like. I guess that's true. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. What happens if I put this, like. 7-Eleven hot dog in the microwave. Oh, it catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. like, like that's what happens. Like, I learned that. Oh, that's fucking nuts, man. I yeah. mean, I, I, I've... So, I've never put a 7-Eleven hot dog in the microwave, but I put, like, um, cup noodle. I remember cup noodle before used to have, like, the, the foil lid on them. Oh, yeah, did it? That's such a bad design, huh? Yeah. Wait, I yeah. I remember putting on there and that lighting on fire, and then my my brother saying, "You're you're such an idiot. Why would you do this? You never put foil in the microwave." I was like, "That's foil." Yeah. yeah. Well, like, no one teaches you that. Burger you know? King wrapper. Yeah, Burger King wrapper was was they had some kind of. Yeah, it's oh, like it was a, a no, it's a, it's a metal lining. Yeah, yeah the metal. So it's lining, like yeah. paper on tin foil. That's the same as the. The hot dog from 7-Eleven. Yeah, see, like, you know, as a kid, that's not something that you just born with the knowledge of, you know? Like, mm. you learn. You learn by setting off the... the well, that the, scarred me. I After after I lit the microwave on fire, I, was, I, I asked my parents, like, can I throw this in? They're like, of course you can. I'm like... You sure? Okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Like, can Everything you put, I was asking. Can you put in a fork in there, you know? like Well, like, you know the pizza pocket? They have that sleeve, but when you rip it, like, it looks like... It could be tinfoil. The, the inner lining is like and it silver. Might be. No, it's not because I put it in there and like no, it I, I put it, it in crispy. Well, that's I, what I mean. Maybe it just like sparks on the top. So it's like control, it's directed controlled tin. Oh, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. You know, how do you, how do you decipher these kind of things? Right? No, as a kid, like being a child of business owners and entrepreneurs, like you, you, you have to figure things out in life, right? Like because. Because these are not things that, that they're there to tell you. Mm-hmm. And, like, back then when we were growing up, there was no Google. There was no YouTube. Oh, yeah. Like, information was not readily available back then. Oh, no. You had to, like, it was, like, firsthand. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah, to be honest, like, I don't know how we didn't light the, the, the house on fire. Mm. I mean, I'm sure we were close a few times, you know? Like, I mean, being... Watching the microwave catch on fire and then just realizing that if we just press the button real fast, it just turns right off. And you sit there, you're like you're splashing water on it, you know? Panic mode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we lived a, we lived a very, 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 very blessed life to, to have these experiences, right? I mean, because now, 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 generally, we do think very quickly on our feet. Oh, no, and I think that's part of it, right? And then, like, my younger siblings, like, after my dad became, like... A politician and my mom like got like a jo- like a scheduled job. Mm. Then they had a very different childhood, so like we react to things differently, and mm. maybe it's just like we're different people. But I think also like we definitely had different like situations growing up, for sure. And because of that, like certain things, like certain things that I'm good at and some things I'm bad at. But I like it. I, I like. I'm stoked that, like, 
life, you know? So it's like, oh, can't be mad. Wait, your dad was a florist and then he became a politician? Yeah. That is, that's not something that you think one would jump into right after being a florist, for sure. So then my, I mean, it's a weird thing. So my family historically was in politics. Like his dad was the mayor, then his brothers were like councilmen. He became a councilman, then he became a mayor, then whatever. So, like, historically, my family has those things. And, like, who knows? Like, there's some people who think, like, some things are genetic. But we generally have those same kind of, like, thoughts of, like, bigger thoughts. Like, oh, what is society? So, like, if I'm making money but my neighbor's poor, like, how good is life really? Mm. you know like oh, shouldn't everybody be making money or like shouldn't we help each other to do like these very like these community minded like thoughts seem to be more relevant in in at least my dad I mean m- all my uncles like died before I was born <laughs> you know at least on his side like or when I was real young so it's one of those things like it just seemed like a common thought like bigger picture thinking in the sense of community versus individual thinking. Huh. So it just seems, and maybe it's genetic, maybe it's not. I don't know. I just, it's a, it's a pattern I see. Mm. Right. So his, his, his thing was this. Um, I don't remember when exactly it was, um, is if you can make a difference, then shut up and make a difference. <laughs> don't like expect anybody else to do it. Like, so if I can have these thoughts and like, I can plan to make this thing better and I don't see anybody else going for it that can, then I better go for it. Huh. That was his general premise on, like, <clears throat> stuff. And, and me and him are very different in a lot of ways, but then there's certain things we're very similar. So are you going to become a politician? No. Oh. Because I believe this, right? I believe that government people are very shackled by, like, like just um, public perception. So like if, if people start to hate the decisions they make, even if the decisions they make are good or they can't get the support or it's too, mm. it's like the, like the bureaucracy of things is just too much to overcome, then good things don't happen. Mm. Government is slow, yeah? They can only move so fast. So realistically, during for politics, is they can't really get stuff done based on the system that's in place, right? So if I want to do something, it's two to three years out if I start now, and that means I got to get reelected, this, and then I have to get my constituents on board with my idea, which might conflict with them. Mm. So then it becomes this like, politics is good for stopping things, not great for doing things. Mm. They're good road blockers, right? Like, oh, there's bad things coming through. Let's block it. The, the, oh. They have a lot of power in that. But as far as like proactive like things, Change. it's hard. Like you, there's a lot of people, and, and it's not like a bad thing per se, right? Because it's like, like I said, it's good at stopping bad things if, if they want. But it's hard to do, like, put forth a lot of, like, really solid things and get everybody on board. Because no matter how positive something is, you're going to find a lot of people who don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've seen. And I'm like, well, well frick that. Like, mm-hmm. if I want to make a positive difference, let me make a shit ton of money. I can put it into some nonprofit or to a group of people who are going to do something or invest in a way that will stuff we talk about. I mean, me and Xavier talk about this all the time. Like how do we change mm. like cost of living issues in Hawaii? How do we change the ability for people to make money? Like 
my thing is cost of living is not going down. No. It never will. So, like, stop thinking it will. It's a waste of your time. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. So, yeah. what is the other option? Increasing the wage of people who live in Hawaii, but you're going to have to increase it past a per hour, like, thing. You can't work. Like, whatever you make per hour is not enough. So, you need to create investment opportunities for people that mm-hmm. can create them passive that kind of run along with their their actual hourly wage that could hopefully put it forth and, and, and put them above that number so they can buy a house, so they can build equity, leverage that. We'll just kind of take basic business and finance principles and yeah. work together as a community and, and leverage those things. Because together, there's a lot of power, right? If you bring a lot of people together, you can bring a large sum of money together and make good things happen. You can mm-hmm. buy a big piece of land, build multiple houses, and, and they do it some stuff with like Habitat for Humanity with like different other good projects. It's just they need more projects. Mm. They need more management. There needs to be more scale. Yeah. Right? There needs to be more money. Like we can't, like the government's great, but basically the way it works is like, let me go and ask this other bigger branch of government for money or let's take these taxes and either we got to ask the guys who literally don't have enough money to buy the thing for more money so we can do more things. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like taking out of one pocket and putting the other. Like mm. they ha- they need to bring money in from a different pocket, like from a different person. Yeah, yeah, from a different source. Right? So that's why government, I think, is a hard one. You need, you need to partner with government. You need to work with them. But the private sector has to step up and even individuals that have a community have to step up to make real change. Mm-hmm. right and it's the same pre- premise that my dad had of like um if you can make change make change and then work with other people to make that change and then not everybody's going to want it so it's you only offer it to people who want to take the opportunity mm. and then because there's going to be people who want stuff for free and don't want to put an effort mm-hmm. but that's not how the world works no like energy and resource like it's not infinite right like no. it, it comes from somewhere and goes to somewhere else if we pay welfare it comes from another person's pocket and goes into there you know yeah. and the goal is taking it from somebody who has enough and help somebody who doesn't but that's not always how it works it's someone who has enough and then some able-bodied person is going to take it and use it as a crutch yeah you know so and like there's just so many different unique situations where for sure there's some people who need it and they should get it and then there's some people and that said people are taking advantage mm-hmm. yeah and like go to work but if they're disincentivized like I know guys who make way more money by working the system than working a job. So like as a business person, I'm like, I can't in good like faith tell you like that's a bad idea. The numbers <laughs> just don't make sense. No, right. Like sure. I'm going to tell you that your kid's going to get less because you go to work. Mm. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not even for them personally. I'm like, well, I get it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's a complicated thing and the system is complicated. It's not like this clear cut like who's right, who's wrong, villain, hero, whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that's all like that's all like simplicity. That that's not how life works. No, hundred percent. Right. So like for us to fix problems, we need to like come up with unique things. I mean, here we'll, we'll go over one idea we've talked about. What if you had a co-op hotel? Right. We just came from the one. Yeah. So what if you crowdsource enough money <clears throat> from locals only and create a like a a set of rules like you can only use this money that you make from this to pay rent, blah, 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 whatever. Or you can sell it. So what you do is you crowdfund and say, everybody owns whatever shares, you treat it like a business, of this business, and you get dividends every year. 
right? If, if we have hotels and let's say 50% of that money leaves instantly and goes back to the main corporation or the investors or the owners or whoever owns it, then that's 50% that leaves the pool instantly. Yeah. So what if we can take that 50% and keep it in the pool? Mm. Right. And now we can scale that to multiple things and just different things like that. Like probably our problem with like tourism and stuff is not necessarily that there's not enough money. It's that there's not enough capture of money. Mm. Right. There's not enough capture, meaning the money flows through people. People bring money here because of what Hawaii is, because of the place, the people, the food, the weather, whatever. And they pay it in. And instantly this percentage leaves. So all the stuff, the reason why they came never benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a proponent to pay more taxes, like in a sense of like, okay, so if I use the road more, let me pay more. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm pro like toll bridge. Like I've seen it work in like Houston and places like that where it keeps things really well. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if I drive more, I I pay pay more. more. Yeah. Period. Like super simple. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if this person stays like in a three mile range of their house, then they're not using the infrastructure. They're not Why are they going to pay, pay more? less? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So like it, my thing is like you're just responsible for your usage. Yeah. And, and, and in every various part of your life. And then how do we come together, scale together and use that scale to get tax breaks, not tax breaks, but cost breaks. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, so we do this, this. So there's ways of doing it. I think it's like big and like little bit i mean it's just very big and nobody and nobody's done it right yeah but i'm never not in hawaii yeah yeah so i'm but i'm never scared just because nobody's done it like Mm. that that does that's not something that makes me scared i'm like oh no financially it makes sense yeah and there could be a lot of people who benefit from it and this is not like a this is not a like an excuse like this is people still gotta work people still gotta like like put effort into the hole Mm-hmm. And then because of that, they can go off and everybody in the community does better. For sure. Like, they're, like freeloading doesn't work. No. Like, that, that's just something that doesn't. Like, like, I have friends from the Netherlands. Socialism has a price to it. Yeah. You know? Like, everybody wants free healthcare, free this, but they also don't want to pay 50, 60% tax. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it comes with that. Like, you got to pick. Do I want 50% tax? You know, or do I want to create a system that's better? I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I think a system that does better, like freeloading, definitely doesn't work. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely not. I mean, like personally, I don't want to pay more taxes. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to share everything that I have with people that don't contribute to the growth mm-hmm. or the betterment of something that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and right? mind you, I, I, I think there's room for people with like the inability to do it i just think there's a lot of and and mind you like i think when people don't contribute there's a psychological thing that goes off in them that makes them more depressed that makes them feel like they're not productive and that leads into depression i think with the pandemic when a lot of people couldn't work that pushed them just far enough off the edge where like they got bummed man oh you know what i mean like I, i feel like there's so much more people who are literally are bummed, like are depressed because there was a point where they just stopped being like even subconsciously like valuable, right? Like they're, they're not contributing to like society doing good. Yeah. You know, and there, there's something to that. I think in like in yourself as a human, there's something to wanting to like 
have value, even on a subconscious level. And when you don't, you get depressed and then that snowballs to the point and then you don't feel like you can work and then you like get stuck at home and there's, there's a whole, and then you maybe you get start doing drugs because like these thoughts are getting like big in your head. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I think there, that was a hard thing that happened to society, but, and then definitely in Hawaii also. For sure. For you sure. Know? And that caused that to go in that direction. No, for sure. You know, and now we're kind of at this spot where things are opening up, but we have to figure out how to like, like heal things, help people like almost rehab them back into the workspace. Yeah. And, no, and give them these things and make them productive, not even for the sake of money, but for the sake of like, like healthiness. Yeah. Just to be like a, like a contributing person to the community mm. that you're, that you're in, that you're a part of. Um, no, I agree. I mean, how, how do you do that? You know, like. Someone that's been, just for example, like someone that didn't work for two years, all of a sudden needs to come back and re-enter the workforce. Mm -hmm. Hard to do, hard to do, yeah. especially when, like, like as humans, we're such creatures of habit, you know. Mm -hmm. um, definitely not. I mean, that's that's um, that's a piece. That's a that that's a challenge that I've never really thought was an issue. Wow, thank you, Brian. Wow. No, oh, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, the more people you get on, the better, right? When people feel like they're, like, everybody's like a unique puzzle piece, right? And when yeah. they feel like they're connected in that puzzle, like, they're mm. fitting in their slot, like, it's so much more fulfilling. Even if it's hard work, even if it's tiring, even if, that's why I think I feel good, is because I feel like I figured out part of, like, where I fall in a puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. And that's like, oh, okay, I, like, I work a lot, for sure, but I'm not bummed. Mm. I'm not angry. I'm not bitter. I'm like, okay, these are the things that I value and that I'm good at and that I feel like my mind works well and mm. I put myself in that situation. For sure, man. You know, Because everybody wants the easy, like, cookie-cutter answer, like, people should do this, but everybody's different. That's very so true. You, so you got to work through the, like, the process of figuring that out. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, I guess that's that's one of the things that, like, Propel our society forward, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's 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 people that that freeload, and then there's there's other people that don't. You know, like thank God that we were able to collaborate with other people mm -hmm. that do stuff. Mm -hmm. No, right? and the differences are good, right? Like that's why it's good for me to talk to you because we have different points of view. Exactly. Right. When we talk about business, you bring up things that I miss, my holes in my game, and hopefully I do the same. Vice versa. For sure, yeah. You know, and we're like, oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And that stuff is how you strengthen things. You don't strengthen things by like, oh, I'm the shit and like nobody can tell me anything because everything I think is so great. Yeah, no. Like that doesn't no, work. That's any, any good entrepreneur who's been successful long term learns how to like, like learn. Learns yeah. how to take things from people. Learns how to take criticism. That's important. No, 100%. You know? Like. I, th I think that's when I started growing as an entrepreneur. Like, okay, so I mean, I mean, just as a person, mm -hmm. right? Like when I was in high school, when I was, when I turned 16, I thought I knew everything, right? And then as I got older, as, as I learned more things, as I became more educated, I quickly realized that I didn't know shit. And right now I still don't know shit. Well, I, know? Think, I think that's kind of like a tell of like maturity too, is when you just realize you don't really know that much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand there's things I'm good at and that I've learned. But now you're like, oh, wait, there's so much. Yeah. Like the, 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 the scope of knowledge, the scope of 
um, how complex the world is is it's 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 in like literally impossible to capture within one mind mm-hmm. right really really impossible and like like yeah fuck you're right i mean like the the, the more that i learn the more that i know that i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that makes sense like like how do you learn more and then realize you're actually dumb like fucking insane, right? So, no, that's true. Like, like recently, I've come to realize that with these with these very constructive conversations, like you you learn so much more than you did than you could ever than you could ever hope to learn on your own. Mm-hmm. Really, like sharing different perspectives, like it does plug the holes that I thought I knew, but really quickly realized that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's part of design, right? It's like everybody does need to work together. Yeah. Like there's just strengths. There's things I can do. And I think you're good at that. You said that today when we were at like lunch. You're like, I know what I'm not good at. Yeah. That's super important. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. Like there's there's I mean like there's there's one thing that I that I got from um like this influencer that I follow, this guy named Gary V. Like yeah. like I don't um like at this point, like at, at our age, like it, it just it it's it's more cost effective. Um, to put in my effort into the things that I'm very good at mm-hmm. than, than it is to go back and try to plug the holes that I'm like really bad at. Yeah. Because you, you like as entrepreneurs, right? Um, we, we figure out um, the things that we're good at and we go hundred percent. And then, and then the things that we're not good at that, w- that does not bring us joy. Like we find people to collaborate with people to do the things that we are not good at that they enjoy that brings them happiness. That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting because, you know, we're having, uh, being in the process of, like, building one team to create more content or just, like, do all, like, execute on the projects we want. I was telling Brand like, it's cool to, you know, I know what I enjoy with writing, entertaining, being in front of the camera and stuff like that, but to kind of link up with people who enjoy, who bring where other types of jobs specifically like editing or something like that brings them as much joy as me being on stage or in front of the camera. You know, I had never really like seen that, but, um, until like, uh, until like recently, you know, I mean, I know like brand gets fired up about business and just like, you know, me new opportunities and stuff. But for me to be like handing stuff off to someone like clips and stuff and they're the, that same night, they're like, Hey, I finished the vlog. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, you know, like you're excited about the things that mm-hmm. drain you. Yeah, right. And like that's, I never thought that it would be a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's true. Like w- with, with, with time, with age, like, and then just talking to other people. Everyone has different interests, different strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, like for for me now, it, it's all about learning what people, what they're good at, what what recharges them, what yeah, you know, like like why try to figure. Figure everything out yourself. It, it just doesn't need to be. Or why try to get someone to do something that they don't like do when yeah. you know that's how you know. There's stuff that you gotta be done that you gotta do and get done. But like long term, like how why why would you even want that? You yeah. know, and spend and like you said, spend the time placing them and teaching them. If ultimately they don't they don't want to be there. Yeah, they don't want to be there. I mean, yeah. it, it it like. Yeah, business is is just a big, big hodgepodge of collaboration, mm-hmm. right? And, and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. What what is something that someone that that someone that were something that you can do mm-hmm. for the long term that brings you both that recharges your batteries that you find enjoyable? Yeah, 
Because, sure. I mean, just that, like, I want to create content every day. I want to be vlogging every day and this and that. But you don't want to be editing. Yeah. Period. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. done. And if <clears throat> if you're stoked to receive these clips and bang them out, then that really is the only way that we're going to be producing good stuff consistently. Yeah, you exactly. Know, so. You got you to find those team players that really that really complement you. Mm-hmm. That really fills the 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 weaknesses or the holes that you do not have, right? That yeah. you don't that that doesn't fulfill you. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I mean, I get it. I mean, like this whole world is all about collaboration, and like they're there though. That that's eye opening for me. Like, oh, there's someone who feels purposeful and and joyful when they're like organizing something you know like as simple as that like you have all this information whether it's like putting on a calendar or like letting us know when the merch drop is like or or putting things in place i'm like oh wow like there are people out there for everything i guess you know yeah you just have to find them yeah i mean it's all about like team building right getting to know the people that's around you what like what drives them Mm mm-hmm I mean, which is why it's another reason why, like, when I see other entrepreneurs with like hundred people, like rosters, I'm like, how the f did you figure this shit out? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like how do you, how do you know? You know, what I mean? and yeah, it's incredible. Like, I I mean, this is why business excites me. Like, I like you know, I would probably never get into government either because that shit just it's over over my head, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, I get frustrated in like corporate meetings. Yeah. Because, like, the simple answer is there, and everybody wants to do this, like, fluffy dance, not trying to piss off whoever's the highest up. Mm-hmm. And I can't handle it. Because I'm like, just tell them what they need to hear. Let's get this done. Let's figure this out. And let's att- attack another problem because we're done with this. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's always my mindset. But when I'm in, like, a corporate meeting, everybody has to stand up. They have to say something because they got to make sure their voice is heard to make sure they get, like, some kind like, of recognition. Yeah, yeah, like I talked that meeting, so I get points. Even though they said nothing. Yeah, they just nothing regurgitated like the question in a different way mm-hmm. and give you no answer. And then you come off and like I'm like, we did nothing here. <laughs> we just spent two hours and we resolved zero. Yeah. <laughs> the whole point of this meeting was to fix, like improve. But instead we turned it into like a weird, like political, like popularity contest within this like management team mm-hmm. and that's why i can't work at like hotels and big companies because it's never about the what to make things better it's about like how am i viewed by the person who's going to give me a promotion mm. true 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 well i mean i i can't work at a big place because you know like no degree like who would hire like a college <laughs> dropout you know right Same. like come on right exactly yeah i have custodian under my belt <laughs> that's your resume that is my that's my it's resume. like How's this guy, 2016 to this? Yeah. What was your last job where you got paid? Oh, custodian. Three years. Yeah. Oh, and I was a background extra Jungle Cruise. You know <laughs> what I mean? They're like, oh, shit, I love, I love yeah, Blake Johnson. You got the job. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's okay. I'd rather spend my time figuring stuff out over here. There's a lot to figure out. Yeah, no, and that's why, that's why I like this, this thing we started, this, like, How's this media? Because I think there's a lot of problems. Bruh. We can use this business as a tool to solve. Yeah, as a like, platform, for yeah. sure. I mean, this is super cool. I mean, you guys literally built a mezzanine in like <laughs> one month by hand, by yourselves. Yeah. 
Incredible. Yeah. It's a speakeasy. Yes. Yeah. That's I the mean, door. You never know. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we go. We go. Nah, only pipes on there. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. No, no. Thank yeah. you for having me. I mean, this is yeah. this is super cool. Like, like, it turned into, like I told you, right? It turns into a good conversation once you get like into it. Yeah, and it just and it just like leads into another topic. I mean, this is super cool. Like. I thought I was gonna get like a script, some like some stuff to prepare for. No, no, no bro. What, what's happening, like good or bad, the things you gotta figure out, the stuff you're trying to do is is way more interesting than anything that we could have. Well, at yeah. least that I could have scripted, and yeah, I write for it. We can give you something cookie cutter to say, but like, what's the point? Yeah, that's very true. Like this we is... we just want like real people how mm-hmm. they deal with their real life, and we usually invite people who have overcome some shit or are trying to do something because. They have some interesting stuff to say. Yeah. And that's it. Like, we don't pick anybody based on popularity. We no. don't pick anybody based on even who we know. We just like, oh, that person did this. That's kind of interesting. Oh, it sounds like they did that. And like, I've talked to him a few times. Like, he has some pretty good points of view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk, you know. Yeah. Let's dig deeper, right? Because we get into this and like, even at a restaurant, right? Food's coming up. This is happening. You get a little bit more distraction in here. It's just like tunnel vision. Yeah. Let's just talk. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is this is this is quite the experience for sure. I definitely was not expecting this. Right on, guy. Well, I hope mean, it was a, a hope cherry. It was a good yeah, yeah, good experience. You know what I mean? Shit, I'd do it again. Let me tell you, man. Sign me up. You guys heard that live and direct because yeah. you yeah. will be here again. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, like all of the guests that we've been ta- uh, that we've talked to so far, I think that's the biggest thing too. Is like we're talking to people that we genuinely find interest in, whether what whether it's what they're interested in or, or whatever the stuff that they're doing. So in about two, three months, like we want to talk story, see what's happening, see how much more shelves you're on, what kind of snacks we're doing, yeah. how we're collaborating. Or you maybe, know what I mean? Or maybe you like quit and open a nightclub. Who knows? Bro, that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's true. Life, life really just like throws some shit at you. So actually guys, like I actually sold my distribution business in like <laughs> yeah. in um, back in 2021. Yeah. Um, and like, and then six months later I bought it back and then like now we've just grown so much. So yeah, you're right. You know, like you have no idea where life will take you. We're going to open up a night, of a, a, a bar called nightcap and that you're going to have just snacks wide. You mean for those, oh, all over they're, the they're going to need it. They're going to need it. All over the world. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's going to be like, I mean, I mean, you think, you think like peanuts is, is good beer food, fish chips. Fish chips, like oh, let me fi- tell you, like fish skin the chips. It's not even fish and oh. chips. Yeah, it's just straight fish. Fish chips. chips. Oh, it's like just fish and skin chips. Oh, fish skin chips. Yeah, fish skin. Okay, no, no. So like salted egg yolk fish skin chips. Like it's the it's the next level of beer food. Salted egg yolk fish chips. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you, man. It's um, it's super keto friendly. Okay. Oh, and you like, just went into a pitch for our outro. Yeah, super, All right. super keto friendly. Where can someone get that? <laughs> oh. On which shelves? Aloha Island Mini Mart. Okay. I mean, nah, it's like, it's honestly next level. So we'll try them. We'll try them like off air. Okay. And then if you like them, then we put them on air. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. All brother right. Eric, hey, thank you. Thank you again for, you know, coming on the pod, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Samuel, Ben, let me know in a few months. I mean, I'll come yeah. back on and we. Yeah, it depends if you like these fish chips or not, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, trust me, dude. This shit will change your life. <gasps> yeah, man. Right on, guys. 
Please give a round of applause for brother Eric. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of How's This. Do not forget to like, share, comment. Um, if you're on YouTube, um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and um, yeah, guys, catch us on the next episode of How's This. <laughs> you guys have like like outro music. Holy we had shit. to do that. That's pretty good. To be to be honest, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs>